Good evening and welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the Pacer Pod. Tuesday, November 21st, I think, or the 20th. Sorry, take that back. November 20th, Tuesday. Last day of work for the week tomorrow. Big Thanksgiving plans ahead. Feels kind of like there's there's something about these short weeks that kind of throw everything off for me. And uh, tonight is no different. So I'm doing another episode of the Pacer Pod, but I don't have the same preparations in place as I've had in the past. But there was something about uh, this time of night, I suppose, where I, it was about 8, 8.30, and I'm packed for, the, for my Thanksgiving trip, which I'll get into here later. Um, but got done with dinner, dishes were put away, you know, what, what am I going to do to close out the night here? And uh, I thought, well, you, should, you could play a game of 2K. Uh, that'd be fine. You know, you got, you've been doing a good job this week, you know, give yourself a little break. Um, but I'd already played a game of 2K already, so it's not like I'm a martyr by saying no to 2K. I've already played a game tonight. But uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to, I need to do a podcast because if I don't do a podcast tonight, then I'm not going to do one this week. And so at best, I'd put one out on Sunday, and that'd be, um, you know, a full week or, or more since my last one. So anyways, I was like, oh, I just want to do a podcast. and uh, But I haven't put the time in as far as laying out notes about the Pacers and stuff. So um, I thought tonight might be a good night just to wing it and see what I could see what see what it sounds like if I just wing it. Um, but, well, now I'll get into the Pacer part later because I have some Pacer talk. But what I'd rather do in this episode is talk about why I'm even doing the podcast and, like, what's the point in doing it? So, it, this is almost more like uh, a chance for me to kind of think out the reasons why. Um, so it's like the reason why I'm doing the podcast is because this is why I think this is what I think my reason for doing the podcast is like there's something about me and my mindset in my day to day that makes me want to, I don't know if it's leave a mark or be recognized or be accepted. I don't know. Something There's something that makes me want to feel like other people appreciate what I'm doing. And like that's there. So that's a hard 
if you have the thought like that and the way you're living your life doesn't necessarily um, like warrant that type of reception from people, it's kind of challenging. So like there were times in my life when I was working like kind of crummy jobs and like I didn't, I didn't feel like what I was doing was of value. And so like, that's something that sucks. It sucks to think of your life and think of times that you're just theoretically wasting it. And even if that's having a good job and, or, or, you know, worst case scenario, that's like, you know, working some shitty job, like working construction when you don't know how to build anything, which means, you know, you're just, you know, like I had this job, I had a, I had a bachelor's degree in accounting, but I, I didn't do anything in school that would set myself up for success after college. So I'm not making excuses for not having a, a job out of college, but, you know, I kind of screwed off in college. I did enough to get a degree, but I, I really struggled finding a job out of college. And I ended up working at this construction job. and. I'm the, one of the least handy people I know. Like I have zero confidence when it comes to uh, fixing things, you know, but, but I was, I was in this position where I, they hired me because my friend was working for this company and, and basically I was just a glorified tool bag. <laughs> like it'd be like, yo, get me a hammer. I'd be like on it jog back to the truck grab a hammer no but it's just a lot of a lot of prep work uh was, i mean it was a pretty fun time um but you know in i mean i guess it would all be about like i guess if i had that kind of mindset and was doing that job now you know maybe it wouldn't have been so bad but in the time like looking back on it i've i can I'm like, oh yeah, you know, all I see is the good stuff. But when you're in it, right, it's like, it's another, it's another thing. And maybe that's why, uh, like, there's like those sayings about like, you know, the past is always glorified or whatever, but maybe it's because you can look back and you can just abstract the things that you value from that time. But when you're in that time, it's fucking hard, right? It's like. I remember working like working like a dog. I mean, working like 12, 13, 14 hours a day. I'm not, I mean, I know I had it good. I, I, I was never like, I never went hungry, like for sure. Not even close. I, I always had family that I had plenty of support, but I was, I was living it pretty lean for a little while there. And it was hard to find it was hard to find things like it just felt like a shitty situation. Like I was lucky enough that I had, um, well, let me get, make sure I get this right. I, w I don't think I was in, this was during the time that I, I would have, um, no, I was not engaged yet. That's correct. So I was not engaged. I was just dating long distance and, you know, making eight bucks an hour, uh, 
work in construction with a with student loan debt and a bachelor's degree in accounting. And my wife was going to grad school. And it was like, like that was a good thing because I had my future wife. I had that relationship to hang on to and be like, I can deal with all this other stuff because I'm a part of this thing that's bigger than me. Like, it's something, like, it's worth it. Like, it's worth it to, to do. It's, and I had no, but I'm just, so it's just a good thing. It's a good thing to have. Um, it's, it was a good thing for me whenever things could have been maybe darker than they were to have a relationship that, would be like my lifeline. So, um, now I've gone too far off into the weeds and I don't remember what I was talking about. I guess, um, though the thing I did write down as a note was why podcast. And so I think I've, I just, I want a podcast because it's something that challenges me and it makes me it makes me feel like I'm at least putting my, putting my, uh, I'm at least swinging the bat, right? Like I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't want to go down on, I don't want to go down looking, uh, as a little league reference there. You don't want to be the kid that, that strikes out, uh, just watching, watching the ball go by and not even swinging the bat. So I could be, I could be way off in my, in my, uh, like I never thought of myself as trying to be someone who wanted to be public with their thoughts, but I got into listening to podcasts probably four or five years ago. And there's something about this type of media that makes me, uh, I guess makes me want to try it because it's, it's just kind of, it, there's not really anything that you have to, there's, live up to, right? Like I can just kind of be whoever I want to be on my podcast. And as long as I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing it for other people to listen to it really. I mean, I appreciate anybody that would listen and there's definitely something inside me that is going, that is like measuring if people are listening to my podcast. So that's, uh, that's a real thing, but I'm not obsessed about that. And that's not the reason why I do it. So I think, I think it's, it's like, I want to put my thoughts out there. Like, why not me? Right. I got nothing to lose. And yeah. So like the question why podcast, it's just because it's something that's fun to do. It's fun and it's something different. It's different than just spending another hour playing 2K and it challenges me and it kind of puts me on spot. Like it, there's something about having the microphone on that, um, I don't know, it just kind of turns the heat up a little bit in your mind when you're thinking about your thoughts. So, um, yeah. And so the other thing too, it's like, so that's the reason why I podcast, I guess, is that right now, 
uh, right now, it just feels like the right thing to do. Like it feels good to just be doing this right now. And, you know, I did a podcast with my best friend. It's called Crossing Comfort Zones. And we did 49 episodes. And this would have been, I think, a, like a year ago, maybe. I think I think we stopped like in February of 2018. So a little less than a year. But um, that was a like that was a lot of fun. And but I think I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Like I think I was I was pretty concerned about. Um, like, could we get people to listen to us? Could we, I was almost like trying to, I was trying to make it be like a fame type thing. Like, oh, maybe this would be a reason why, like, I, I, like, I wouldn't have to work like a normal job. I'd be just a podcaster. And I, and like me and my friend are going to be famous. Like we're going to be like the next fighter in the kid or something, you know? And I don't know. I just think that was probably like, I'm still glad we did it, but I probably just had the wrong type of motives. And so there's something about just kind of having my own podcast where um, it's just, it, it's like that. I, I just, I just, it's just different and it feels right right now. So um, like, what's the goal? What's the point? I don't know. The goal for me is just to keep pushing myself and doing this as long as I want to. Um, and then like, but I would also like people to listen to it. And I'd like for the podcast to be something that um, like if I could get some money off of it without, without ruining the authenticity of it, you know, like, like I wouldn't, I hate like, and I don't know, maybe that's the only way you get paid on advertising if you have podcasts now, but I don't I hate when they put the advertisement in like during the podcast, like hit me with it at the beginning or hit me with it at the end, but don't break up the podcast. So, but obviously I have no idea. Maybe you get $0 unless you're willing to break up the podcast. Because what do people do? They skip it. I do it too. So, so I mean, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that would just be the best case scenario would be like, I'd, I'd be able to make money off of my podcast. So, that's not the plan though. Like, I don't, I'm not banking on it. I haven't submitted my resignation letter at my current employer because I was ready for this thing to start, you know, bringing in the cha-chang. But it'd be cool if it's if it did, you know. So that's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's just that would be a cool goal. And uh, but whatever. Um, so, anyways, that's kind of enough, I suppose, about the origins of of the podcast. Um, I'm gonna. I think I've been rambling long enough, so I, I'm gonna move into some to the pacer talk that I that I'm prepared to have. And um, so where we left off, the last podcast I did, 
the Pacers had just um, beat the Miami Heat at home. And they were nine and six, I believe. Yes, they were nine and six. Just beat the Miami Heat. And they just ended up playing the Atlanta Hawks on Saturday and Saturday night. And then they played the Utah Jazz Monday night. Both games were at home. And both games were wins by the Pacers. So the Pacers have now moved to 11-6 and six as an overall record. And they stand alone at third place in the Eastern Conference. So if you were an alien and you came and visited, you would say, wow, you know, the Pacers are looking great. They're third in the Eastern Conference. Um, but those of us who have watched the games know that that's, I don't know, we can't be too confident with that, right? I mean, this is a team that still has major flaws. Um, but a lot of upside, tons and tons of upside too. So it's not, it's just, I feel like we've played below at best, we've we we just have not exceeded expectations at all yet this season, but somehow we have a, a decent record. Um, but anyways, so the Pacers got a win at home against Atlanta um, in a game that, well, no, I think that was the Miami game that Old Depot was. Um, no, that would have been. Oh yeah, so this is what it was. Old Depot really struggled against Miami. I think he had eight points. And then the next the next night against Atlanta, he injured his knee. Um, he like kind of crashed into a cameraman in the first quarter. And then I heard reports that he had been having knee soreness prior to the game. And then after the collision with the cameraman, he went to the locker room and then never returned. So he had very limited minutes against the Hawks on Saturday. And, well, to wrap up the the Old Depot injury, he ended up missing the Utah Jazz game. So I don't know what his, I don't know if he'll be back tomorrow night against, um, against the uh, Charlotte Hornets. But we have not had Old Depot the past two games. Pacers won both of them. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see. So against the Hawks, for example, when, when Oladipo went out, um, that was a game that, you know, I don't even remember if this was, this is the problem with not having my notes. I have Sabonis 19, 9, and 9. And now I'm trying to remember, was that against you? That was against Utah. Okay. Okay. Well, the Hawks game... I don't remember a whole lot about it besides the fact that it was ugly and the Pacers without Oladipo, I, I believe we were losing at halftime. I think this was the game when Aaron holiday came in this. Yep. Yeah, this is right. This is right. Yep. Yeah, because okay. So holiday come. Okay. So the Pacers were down the majority of the game to Atlanta, which Atlanta is, the I believe the worst team in the Eastern Conference as far as their record. I think they've only won three games. 
but uh, Atlanta was ahead of the Pacers. It was ugly. Um, but then in comes Aaron Holiday off the bench, and he hits a pull-up three, first possession. Then he hits, ends up hitting three threes. He has a monster dunk. He has just a lot of, I mean, just tons and tons of energy, something that the Pacers had not had all night. Aaron Holiday brought to the court against the Hawks and completely changed the game, and the Pacers ended up winning. Uh, against the Hawks, pretty it wasn't even close at the end. I think they they probably won by ten or so. Um, and then in come the Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell, um, Rudy Gobert, you know Joe Ingles, Ricky Rubio, Derek Favors, uh, Jay Crowder, Dante Exum, Rito Nito. <laughs> no, that's not his name. What's that dude's name? Anyways, uh, Grayson Allen. I'm just trying to think of all the jazz players. But Pacers, pr- without Oladipo, they played, They played. I think, their best game of the season. That was the game that Sabonis ended up with 19, 9, and 9. Sabonis still didn't get to start. Nate McMillan played since... Oladipo was out. He put Tyreek Evans in instead. Um, but Sabonis, Sabonis played awesome. And the Pacers beat beat this beat the Jazz pretty easily, which was surprising. Turner played well. Um, Aaron Holiday got some more minutes. He played really well. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just a good win. Um, so when I'm so basically like this is how I'm following the season right now. I'm watching the games. Um sometimes I'm looking at the box scores and I'm 50/50 listening to a podcast called Locked On Podcast. Um it's a Pacer podcast. I think I don't know like before I started my own podcast, I just searched for a Pacer podcast. And it was the, I believe, the most popular one. So it's called Locked On Podcast or something like that. Uh, But one of the things that I've been talking about lately has been wanting to change up the starting lineup. And part, like, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying that stuff as a fan. Like, I guess I'm just kind of like talking shit. Like I, I'm just like, oh, you know what? I think I'm smart. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my name in it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my my opinion out there. But I, I by no means am confident in my suggestions. Like I I just think I'm just thinking something. But anyways, I say that because like I listened to the Locked On podcast, and I think these guys. It sounds to me kind of like they're taking stake and like, or they're, they're kind of saying like, I think X, Y, and Z, and I'm putting my reputation on the line for this. Or like, I'm like an expert. That, that's what I'm getting at. They kind of seem like experts and I by no mean, means I'm an expert, but I have been saying that I would like to see a starting lineup change and the starting lineup that I would like to see would be swapping out 
Thad Young and Derek Collison for Corey Joseph and DeMontis Sabonis. Now, I was listening to the Locked On podcast um, yesterday, so that would have been Monday, and they actually brought up a starting lineup change. But they said they'd like to see, and I don't remember who it was, but they would like to see Corey Joseph and DeMontis Sabonis inserted into the starting lineup, which is what I would like to see. But rather than taking out Thad Young, they want to take out Miles Turner, moving Miles Turner to the bench. Now, I just want to say, like, okay, interesting. Like, first of all, I thought it was interesting that they picked the same two guys that I think should be into the starting lineup. That's who they selected too. Because you could, like, there should be a case out there for Tyreek Evans to start. Or just wanting to start one of the guys. Um, but the fact that we we all have said that we wanted Corey Joseph and Sabonis both inserted into the starting lineup. I thought that was very interesting that we selected the same two guys. So now I'm wondering where we differed on opinions when it comes to removing Miles Turner or Thad Young. So I take the camp of take of replacing Thad Young with DeMontis Sabonis. And my reasoning is probably more off feel where I think the gentleman from the Locked On Pacers podcast might be more in reality. Um, meaning that they would rather they'd rather put Turner on the bench and insert Sabonis rather than removing Thad Young and putting Sabonis rather than playing Sabonis and Turner together. Um, and I think that's because it's the two big man lineup and maybe the fear would be that um, neither Sabonis or Turner would be able to defensively be able to guard the perimeter. Um, maybe it would seem like the two of them on offense are not, neither of them, neither of them are great floor spacers. So maybe it would be too congested, congested. Um, so, and, and maybe there are some, some numbers, some stats out there. I know that uh, Sabonis and Turner have played some minutes together recently, but maybe the numbers aren't that great. But, so I, I, I mean, maybe that's why, and, and maybe Thad Young is, is more of a, I, I guess you leave him in the starting lineup I just, you know, I guess this is just, well, let me present, like, the reason why I think you 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 bench Thad Young um, rather than benching Miles Turner is that you just paid Miles Turner. Um, and we're building around Turner, even though he's not going to be a centerpiece. He's, we have him. He is not bad. I think you play you play the team that maybe is not the best tonight, but is going to be our best lineup next year. And that's not punning on this season. It's just saying, look, Thad Young is great, and he's probably 
he's probably more valuable than I could even begin to understand. But DeMontis Sabonis is the future of the Pacers. He's arguably our most valuable asset right now. I mean, I mean, I know Oladipo's on a good contract. I think we have him at 20 million, where he probably could take 30 million on the free market right now. So Oladipo's on a good contract too. But I mean, we just paid Turner. So he's he's got to live up to live up to that money. Um Tyreek's on a one-year deal. Sabonis is the guy that's on like he's on his rookie contract and he's putting up double doubles in 24 minutes of play. So he's the guy that needs to be Oladipo's running mate. And you leave Turner in there too, because Turner's going to be along for the ride, like it or not. So I just don't, I don't, I don't like the idea of putting Turner on the bench. And actually I think Turner and Sabonis, like let's be a little different than the rest of the league. Why not run both of these guys? And I just, I just think for the long term, that's the right play for the Pacers. And I, and I also like it in the short term because I hate our starting lineups and let's let these veterans, Thad Young, Darren Collison, Tyreek Evans, get yours against the second units. Like it's hard to get it against the first units when you don't have your best step anymore. So get it against the second units. Just, just dominate off the bench. And it's important. And this is a young man's league. So let's, let's play our young guys. I mean, think about that starting lineup, Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis, Bojan Bogdanovic, Victor, and Corey Joseph. I don't know. It's, it sounds good to me. Um, so that's basically it. The next game is tomorrow at Charlotte, who's average this year. But I'm going to say Pacers win. And then home game against San Antonio, either Friday or Saturday this weekend. Um, I say a, a win there too. So I think it's possible that the next time I hop on here will be 13 and six. Which that'd be fantastic. So, um, all right, that's all the Pacer talk I have. I think. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll say a little bit about Thanksgiving. And I'm going to be making a road trip tomorrow for the Thanksgiving holiday with my wife's family um, in Kentucky. And her grandmother is, besides my own mom, And I mean, why? I, there's no need to rank humans, but she's she's the second like favorite 
motherly like figure you know kind of like or like womanly figure I suppose like kind of uh royalty in a sense like her opinion I just trust trust her uh her wisdom and her her heart um yeah is it's my wife's grandmother and she's she's just an amazing woman and she's 90 i know she's at least 90 yeah no she is 90 yeah 90 years old as far as i know i'm still driving her car and playing cards just sharp as a tack and just one of those people that like they just they kind of have this this glow about them and it's awesome it's like the best kind of humans they they put off this energy that makes you feel like you know like everything's fine right now like because this person's here it's, it's just there's something about them that's just kind of calming and collected and cool and um, yeah. So we're just really looking forward to to getting to spend more time with this woman and with my entire family. You know, I mentioned on I think the last podcast just how easy it is to take for granted having family and having extended family and having an immediate family, even like sometimes it's hard to even, you know, there's probably a lot of people that that don't have a hard time even with their immediate family. And then let alone, you know, the, the spouse's family or the ex's family, or, you know, then like your extended family, good luck, you know? So, I don't know. Anytime families are getting together, I think it's a good thing, especially because I don't know, you know, I mean, I think it's hard for people to find like camaraderie and like not like not feeling isolated. Like I, um, maybe it's bogus, but I'm, I I hear it on the radio every once in a while, like how people are more, or they say that, you know, if 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 there was, uh, if you had to call someone to help you, like like how many friends would come or some their questions phrase something like that, it'd be like the majority of the population says zero, they have zero zero close friends or family members, or something. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't even seem possible to me, but maybe it is. Um. But the, the, the point being, like, you know, if you do have family that you're, good, you're cool with and, you know, or, or friends even, just relationships that are good, it's like, be thankful for those. And um, don't take, don't take them for granted, right? But it's hard, man, it's hard. I'm. Um, maybe maybe one of my biggest weaknesses is keeping in touch with people 
right? I don't know what that is. Uh, you know, because you can value or you can value a friendship or a uh, um, a relationship with somebody, and and you never or you think you value it, right? You you think you value it, but if you're not going back and forth, it kind of stays where it was, and then maybe it's a little harder to pick back up because time has passed and you've changed and that same time the other person has changed and you both reach back to pick up where you left off but then you don't really pick up where you left off because now you're like uh there's kind of like separation in there when you pick it back up and and then if you maybe put it back down and wait even longer and you change more and this person changes more and then you pick it back up again and it's like wow there's even there's twice as much separation than there was before and now you start thinking like what's going on like thought i knew this person i thought that we were this thing or like you know whatever but hmm I don't know, man. It's just like, I guess you got to take advantage of the energy you have today and pick that stuff, pick those relationships up with the people in your life today that deserve it, that you want to give that to. And let's just, you know, there's so much going on right now as humans, like, so easy to be consumed maybe would be the word like either by work or prep for work or watching the netflix show playing a game getting your exercise in doing 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 but No, I don't know. It's 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 all good. Just um yeah, it's kind of a kind of fumbled the landing there, but just want to say happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> all right, let's end this on a positive note. <laughs> uh no, but for real, I do want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening. And Let's go Pacers, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Peace, everybody.